1: Welcome back to the Wrath of Khan Minute, a semi-daily podcast where we talk about and analyze Star Trek II, the Wrath of Khan, one minute at a time. I'm David Stoker. And I'm Chris LaSalle. Hey, Chris. Welcome back. Hey, Dave. Long time no talk. I know. It actually seems like it's been a while. Doesn't it? It's um, only been a couple of days. Yeah, I know it has. Uh, so uh, we move on to Minute 64, and there's... a. Uh, No guests this week, so we are—it's just—you're going to have to enjoy me and Chris this week. I
0: enjoy talking to you every time, Dave.
1: As do I. Yeah. I like talking to myself, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's a podcast. (laughs) So uh, we
1: are on to minute 64. And the minute starts with Terrell finishing his thought from last minute and saying, Reliant. And ends with Kirk saying, Stage two was completed. It was going to be underground. What was going to be underground? Mm. Only if we look into the past, we will see what he is talking about.
0: We're allowed to do that, right? You we just can't are. go into the future?
1: just can't go into the future.
0: Uh, so, Terrell, I got to love some of the, the language they, they that they use at Terrell said, he, you know, he, yeah. had to, he had to get back to Reliant to, to blow you to bits. <laughs> uh, do you think Khan said that? Um, I, I don't think so. I
1: I don't think so. I think he's.
0: (laughs) That's just Terrell's interpretation.
1: Yes. I think that was just Terrell's interpretation. I still, you know, we talked about a little bit, you know, when we had Mitch, uh, was it Mitch and John on last week? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we talked about how, you know, Chekhov has like that dead expression. Yeah. And then when, uh, you know, when Terrell starts, he starts in with the uh, you know marooned on City Alpha Five. I almost feel like that is airplane esque in the sense that he's like looking off in the distance, and I almost feel like the four other people are going to be
0: like, "What is he looking at?" You know,
1: like <laughs> right. what, what's going on over there?
0: I I had that note too that he's like he's just he he tells a good story. We talked about that in the last couple of minutes, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, and that's just yeah. I'm going to just stare off into the distance as I say. I mean, both him and Chekhov
1: are just sort of like. You know, as as Terrell is saying this, they're just sort of looking off into space. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just think – I just found that very funny.
0: Yeah, and it's also funny that there's no red flags going off on anybody else. Like, what is the – you're right. They should all be looking at each other like, what, what is are this these thing? guys acting weird or is it just me? <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, Chekhov, after he explained, you know, things on the last minute, he, he hasn't really – looked at Kirk. He's been staring off in a space. I mean, granted Kirk gets up and he starts looking at him but then Terrell starts doing the I'm just gonna stare off in a space business. So I mean McCoy, who's right there, would I figured he would be like, Okay, there's something you know
0: something's going on here. Yeah. Every time they stop talking, they just go into you know, like they're at uh pause mode. Yeah. <laughs> um anyways <laughs> Uh so yes, yeah, so you got Terrell's reaction. Um and again the language of Terrell, well going so do you think Terrell uh blow you to bits? Do you think that's like a catchphrase of his? Like if he was, you know
1: I'm gonna blow you to bits. I don't know. <laughs> you know what when he's
0: in when he's in battle in the past he's been in battle where let's get this
1: guy and blow him to bits. <laughs> hey, they come in peace. They don't shoot to kill. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> But you know what? Now that I now that you asked a question, and I've had a, you know we've been talking, and now that I think about it, I feel like "blow you to bits" is almost, uh, I want to say, a product of '90s, you know, late 20th, first century engineering. Like that is a comment like a villain in our time would say.
0: Oh, so you think it? You think it could be Khan who said? It. Well, it
1: could have been Khan, or maybe one of the maybe you know Joaquin said it or something, and because i feel like that's not something that you would say a a a starfleet captain would say now the more that i think about it i almost feel like yeah maybe maybe not Khan, but maybe he heard it while they were talking because i feel like that's a that's a something we would say
0: right right it, yeah i mean they have phasers that you know disintegrate things and yeah uh, hmm. well maybe we should ask the, the listeners what they think who yeah. said who says blow you to bits <laughs> where did that come from <laughs> Um, and yeah, this is just more Shakespearean stuff, you know, with Terrell, I think, you know, oh, he's completely mad, Abriel. He blames you for the death of his wife. And there's, again, we love, uh, Paul Winfield and the delivery. and is just great. Uh, Kirk says, I know what he blames me for. And I, uh, I actually kind of paused there. and was thinking about it and does he, do you think, do, do, does Kirk, Kirk really know just based on, the interaction he's had with Khan, you know, during the battle, um, there wasn't a ton of. Khan didn't say much other than he was making himself making it plain that he meant to avenge himself. Right. Yeah. And and so. And,
1: and we know that he, Kirk hasn't checked in on him.
0: Right. So is that Kirk's guilt then, or when he's saying, "I know what he blames me for"? It's probably more like, "Yeah, you know, I've been thinking about this guy for 15 years, and it's been in the back of my head," and. I marooned
1: him, and you know, well, I think he didn't tell anybody he was there. And, I, I think marooning uh, someone is a big deal. I mean, they marooned him on a planet, yeah, and didn't tell anybody. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, uh, so do you think that's where it came from? I'm nobody losing for it. Like he's like, I, you know, I don't need you to lay on any guilt because I already got it. Yeah, I already got the guilt, so I don't need more.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, he doesn't know that, you know, uh, City Alpha Six exploded. He doesn't know that, you know, everything was laid waste. Right. You know he that's doesn't right. know that that you know most of their crew died from the you know the the, the set of eel, so mm-hmm. he doesn't know any of that business. And you know, yeah, I think it's a guilt thing. It's a personal thing that he probably has been carrying with him since he he left them there.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I think that's I think that's what it is. And, um, one interesting little thing in the in the um you know he says he he blames you for the death of his wife. Yeah. Um, in the novelization they go. Bonda McIntyre, right? The author, she's. It says he blames you for the death of his wife, Marla MacGyver, so He actually says right. her name, and I think that was one of the things we, we've been we speculated about, right? That we don't know that necessarily yeah. for a fact, that uh, that Marla, that he ended up marrying Marla, we didn't yeah. know. Um, so they they made a point of it in the novelization to to call that out and I wonder if that was for all of us after when we walked out of the theater's like wait a minute.
1: Yeah, who was his his wife? How do we wife? know who that was? Yeah. Well, how does I mean obviously why would why would Khan tell him that? Why would Khan tell Ter- Terrell wouldn't know. He didn't even know who Khan was.
0: That's true too and he didn't he didn't Khan didn't say his, her name either. He just said it even you know the he just said the eels were response for the death of his beloved wife. I mean was this after, you know, just
1: to give him context, to give maybe. him more believable, you know, in order, you know, Khan telling Terrell, in order to be more believable, you, you, know, you need to know things about me.
0: Oh. Right, so some more of this. Yeah, just uh for 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 the for all the acting he's going to be doing in, over the next right. yeah. few minutes you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, to, to, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it could have been that too.
1: Because otherwise I don't I don't understand why Khan would even have mentioned
0: that. Right interesting scene to envision you know like Khan sitting down with the two of them right yeah right, look, I need to fill you in with some of the details of my life <laughs> um, here's how you're gonna make Kirk feel the guilt if he doesn't already right yeah mm. scenes that never were yeah mm,
1: that would that would have been a interesting uh deleted scene
0: yeah yeah, I, I, I'm a fan of, like, you know, we talk about that kind of stuff. Oh, we need to see this, need to see that. Yeah. When I say that, and I don't know about you, uh, I really don't mean see it in the theatrical release. I mean, right, yeah. I, I just want to see it as, yeah, deleted scenes are great. Um, or even, just, you know, in a comic book or maybe, yeah. just,
1: maybe just a novel that – and I know one of our fans on uh, – one of our uh, members on the the Federation listeners page had commented about that there was some – I don't know if it was a comic series or a book about Khan and what had happened, and I don't remember yeah, I, who who had said that. Yeah, I,
0: sorry, I apologize too because I don't remember who who posted it um, off the top of my head. Uh, but I went and watched some of it. It was a it was it's like a YouTube video yeah. of somebody essentially turning the pages. Yeah. <laughs> of the and I read the it was the first issue. I think it was a mini series, <clears throat> and it was the first. Six months of, yeah. of 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 them being on the planet, and right? Yeah, to deal with, uh, and of course, you know, the the last page it it ends with the you know explosion in the sky, right? Yeah, uh, City of the six. So I was like, oh, you know, but I, I haven't I haven't finished looking at the other issues, and it definitely makes me want to go find it. I'd love to pick that up and actually own it.
1: Right? Yeah, it's it's those sort of things. Like, yeah, we don't necessarily need to see the the actual you know film scenes, but it it'd be cool if it existed. Like that, like in a comic book or even, you know, a novelization of something, some sort. For sure. For sure,
0: man. For sure. Uh so I chat another chuckle, moving on. Yes. Uh Kirk's next, you know, after he gets the story, you know, he stands up and he's like, Oh, the escape pods are on place. And I was like, Oh, Star Wars. <laughs> totally makes me think of Star Wars. Yeah. It totally does. Uh, so it's it's always fun. one. Yeah. Hold your <laughs> fire. <laughs> uh so yeah i had a little laugh there um and then then kirk says where's the transporter room um and so my my antenna went up i'm like oh he he knows he knew where the the, the escape pods are still in place but he doesn't know where the transporter room is i found that a little odd because i would think the transporter room would be i don't know Closer or more obvious than than escape pods. Well, as
1: we know, as our you know, as we've been watching the movie, everything is pretty much labeled. Yeah. Right. So I would think that there would be some sort of directions, and may, maybe because he went upstairs, he could see the pods, but not necessarily the you know, because when they were lowering the bodies down, oh yeah, maybe he saw the pods. Maybe they're up there, or maybe maybe it's a visual thing that they could have seen on their way in. Maybe he knew that and. Um, he just didn't know the layout of the, of the space station, but I would think, I would, I would think, I I mean, that you would have had time to maybe research the station before you got there and maybe sort of mapped out where you're going to go and where you're going to look. I mean, as we discussed many times, this station's pretty large. There's a lot of people on it and you'd need to know where things are. Yeah. Uh, well, no, it's it, and maybe that's a SAVIC thing or maybe that's, you know, you leave that to the subordinates and they're the ones that have to find the place. You know, you're the admiral and you just sort of stroll in and, you know, look handsome and all that.
0: <laughs> look handsome, all that. That's in his job description. Uh, well, here's another. I think it's I'm just it's, it's fun listening to you kind of theorize and stuff on, on what it might be. Uh, again, just going back to the novelization real quick. Um, the the computers were, in fact, uh, all emptied. By uh, the Genesis team as oh. part of the new, you know, they knew con was going to, well, sorry, they knew con was coming. They knew Checkoff and Reliant was coming. Right. And so they, when they were making, they, they emptied the place. Um, so they, you know, deleted everything out of the computers. Um, so, you know, Starfleet couldn't get a copy of Genesis or whatever. Uh, and they actually went so far as to, again, it's, it's called out. Uh, so the, so the plans for the station were deleted. And oh, Okay. And the, the Enterprise in this scene here, they had to download the plans for the station from the Enterprise in order to find the transporter room. Oh. Okay. Uh, and and it went so far as they took all of the the maps off the walls. So so apparently the yeah. the, the the regular one space station had you know the the you are here maps. Yeah. Like you have in the mall.
1: Oh wow! Uh,
0: so, uh, so it was all this stuff was called out, which is just kind of funny. Yeah. You, you didn't know that. I don't. I don't think you've read the novelization. Nope, nope, just, no, no, I haven't. It's almost like uh, again, Vonda McIntyre. Almost, it's almost like she had a conversation with you. Like, oh, oh I'll, I'll fill in that detail. You know, yeah. that, was a good, that was a good question. <laughs> I'm going to answer that in the book. Uh, so yeah, she had an answer for all those things. So kind of cool.
1: Well, even so, I mean, you said they downloaded the map from the Enterprise. And I, and I have to think, like, if you're going on an away mission, you'd prepare a little bit for it before you get there. I mean, they had time.
0: Yeah, yeah I got to say, I never – I it makes, it makes total sense you saying that. I, I once, Never once have I ever thought of that in of watching Star Trek show or no, – Nor movie have I. Like,
1: oh, We're talking yeah, but, about this minute by minute now, and these things, as we talk, we think of them, and we just sort of like, hey, what about – you know, what about this or what about that? And, yeah, it just – the more we watch it minute by minute the more questions come up and uh, which is great we're in the minutiae yes we
0: we're, we're right, so cut those guys those guys so we cut away to the transporter room and actually we're looking right at the trans uh, transporter station or yeah. yeah station and first thing and I think this is I think John and Mitch from alien Minute are rubbing off on me a bit because I'm looking at this shot and I'm like it's not a very well composed shot it's it's off-center and crooked
1: yeah it's, that's the one thing I noticed it's crooked yeah
0: and I'm like and weird it's like messing with my mind this could have been a perfect like uh, like a Stanley Kubrick thing if you were if we were if this is a Kubrick film and we were on you know right uh, yeah the, the what was the Jupiter what was the ship the discovery oh the discovery yeah like Star Trek Discovery coming to mm-hmm. 2017 yeah. um, <laughs> if we were looking at that, a control panel on, on discovery it would be perfectly centered you know left to right top down It would be you know meticulously composed and this one just looks like they're like ah just slap the camera down take a shot and, close enough and move, move close enough um, but we do get some good details here right, so i was i was spent my time like kind of looking all there's all sorts of cool lingo and i think not unlike the um Oh uh, Cadet Todd's station when we get to see all of the, you know, how they how they warm up the shields and the photons and all that. Yep. Uh, so there's all sorts of neat stuff in here. There's uh, the targeting designation, uh, vector coordinates, and there's a series of numbers there. So presumably those are those are where where they're gonna where, go. Yeah. Where they're gonna go, where they went. Where they went, yeah. Um, and over on the right hand side I think it says beam activate, uh, beam activate settings. And there's three Greek letters in there, right? It says Axis, 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 which I was assuming, you know, it's got to be X, kind of like your X, Y, Zs if you're going someplace 3 So I would I was nerding out and, and looking those letters up because I don't know my Greek off the top of my head. So those, those are lambda, uh, psi, and phi. Wow. And when you say them out loud, psi uh, phi, is that a joke? Do you, do you think they did that on purpose? Oh, I don't know. Like Maybe science fiction. Sci-fi. So, I, I, uh, as I was writing it out, I'm like, oh, sci fi. No, that's funny. Interesting. Interesting. So, I don't know if somebody went through all that trouble to throw a little in joke in there, but, um, hey,
1: but that was fun. We've, we've we've seen, (laughs) you know, smaller things that that they put in, you know, particularly like George Lucas in his movies where he puts in 1138 in all his movies or, you know, it's on a license plate or someone says it or so. Yeah. There's, I wouldn't um, put it past them.
0: That's right. If this had been a Disney film, we'd have the eight one one three somewhere. Yes. Pixar, Pixar films. Yeah. Uh, the uh, w- uh, one last less, one last thing. This uh, I, one thing I, I'm missing from this station is the little uh, the little sliders. The three, the, know, three the three little three sliders. sliders.
1: Boom. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Did you did you know this one? This is gonna. Um, I, I watched the original series as a kid when it was in reruns. Uh, and I used to watch it with my dad, and it was one of those things. And he he always told me, and I just took it as gospel or whatever. He always told me, he's like, oh, yeah, those sliders, thats actually that was actually hooked to like a synthesizer. So on set, it was actually making those noises, and the sliding of the sliders made those noises. And do you think that's true? I, I do not buy that. <laughs> we I, should, know, we should I, know, I know
1: your dad, but
0: I don't <laughs> buy it. To find it. Sorry, Dad. We should have him on the show sometime. Yeah. We can ask him to see if he can uh, find the find the factoid where, <laughs> he, where he got that from, or if he just made it up. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, transport. So, Kirk's ask. Kirk just asks, "Did they make it down here?" And uh, Chekhov's reply is, um, "Not my impression. He spent most of his time uh, trying to wring the information out of, out of the people."
1: It had a uh, wonderful. Uh language there yeah that's a
0: that's a that's a weird word for he he was torturing and killing these people and he said ring the i mean it's like a uh, like a 50s bully yeah (laughs) i'm gonna gonna ring your neck right yeah Uh, yeah so i found that an odd choice of words for what actually happened all the gruesome carnage upstairs yeah yeah exactly i'm assuming they're oh i'm assuming they're upstairs or the transporters downstairs where do you think it is?
1: Um, I, I don't know. I feel like it's almost often one of those
0: little rings or something. Oh, uh, yeah, out in the, uh, on the outer edges? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't I need to get I... a map, a regular one. We should have done our homework. Just like they should have before they beamed down, we should have gotten our own blueprints of... Probably should have. Oh, shame on us. Yeah, I find,
1: it, I find their choice of language, because obviously in the last, you know, in the last minute, Terrell... He's, he goes on this, you know, this long explanation of he tortured those people. He, he killed them. He slit their throats. He went wild. You know, he's tearing the place apart, you know, and here we get, you know, blow you to bits and I'm going to ring the information. You know, those it seems yeah. weird. Seems like it seems like part of it was Terrell saying what happened. And then I feel like some of the language is con like this is
0: what you need to say or this is what I want you to say. Mm he thinks Khan was – he's like, when they ask you what I did to them, just tell them I was ringing the information yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Transporter room? Yeah, it's this the
1: first, is... first time we see a transporter room.
0: It is, isn't it? That's what I was trying to remember. I'm like, I don't think we've seen one since the motion picture at this point, right? Nope. And I think we we
1: only see it once, don't we?
0: Thanks. No, we see – we're going to see one more in this film.
1: Well, I, I mean in, in... – Ocean Picture. We see it once when the Vulcan tries to come across and he dies. Yeah, and you see it again when McCoy comes on board. And when McCoy comes on board, uh, yeah. So you see it twice there, and I think you see it twice here. Yeah. Yeah. But we're already sixty-four minutes into the into the movie.
0: We haven't seen it once. Right. And it's such an iconic set, and I I do like this is a nice touch, right? So obviously the film was made in the eighties. Yep. Um, and I think we've commented on a couple of set designs so far, you know, the, the turbo lifts on the enterprise mm-hmm. and the, uh, some of the, uh, I think one of the walls in the engineering room, there was like some callbacks to this, the, you know, the, the original series in the sixties. Right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm guessing these, these disco light actions going on in the background. It's kind of, it feels like a callback, like, and I'm, 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 I'm calling them disco lights, but not, not to be funny, just cause I try yeah. to figure out how to describe them. Um, but those panels on the back of the room—they, those again look like something that would have come right out of the sets of the original series. Yeah, it looks. And adding, adding the lights are. I, I
1: think know, it looks pretty cool. Like the it's the kind pads. of dim, and you know, you just have those. It 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 does make it look very futuristic.
0: Right, and they've got that special looking pad in the center. That must yep. be like maybe for cargo or something. Yeah, it's like the dual the dual pad. Yeah, yeah. the dual
1: pad. I like how also Terrell is just sort of. Like, you know, you have the three of them, you know, McCoy, Kirk, and Savick, and they're they're trying to figure out what's going on. And, you know, Chekhov is there telling them the information. Then Terrell is just sort of
0: off to the back, mm. just sort of hanging yes. out. We should pay attention to that. Does that mean something? Something's going yeah. can to happen. Can't really get any of his facial expressions. He's too far away.
1: I know he's too far away, you can't really see him. And he's in the shadows, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they so notice that. The, yeah, they, oh, go ahead. Oh, well, no, you go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to say they they figure out that the, you know, the transporter has been left on and there's, you know, no one turned it off. Mm-hmm. And that there's, you know, coordinates that, you know, are inside the planetoid.
0: Yeah, I think this is a cool, uh, a cool use of, you know, the transporter as a, you know, a plot device. and yep. You know, kind of like, ooh, a mystery. you like. To, I never thought about it. Oh, transporters! Yeah, somebody has to, somebody's got to be there to beam them away, uh, and I guess they turn them off when they're not using. Them. I don't know. For some reason, I always think of everything. Or else. maybe they yeah. just wipe the memory
1: of the last place they went to, or
0: yeah, or something
1: yeah. like that. Or, but I have a couple questions here. So Kirk asks, he's like, "Did he make it down here?" And you know, Chekhov says, "My impression, you know, he was he was upstairs torturing people and." you know they notice that the coordinates are here why it and obviously McCoy even says he's like those people back there they they bought escape time mm-hmm. genesis with their lives so there's two questions there obviously there was there wasn't anyone available to turn it off right like but i feel like if there were people there maybe he should there should have been
0: yes yeah who like who was right. who was the last person you mean and,
1: yeah and because my part of my second question is what is the timing like mm-hmm. were they like basically running for their lives like was did they sense you know use the sensors and they noticed that the reliant lies was, was literally like around the corner and they're like oh my god we got to get out of here we can't take everyone down to the surface now you all have to wait until you know we're we're gone and we have all the materials you continue to erase all the data and will, you know, you come after us, and obviously we know that they all yeah. they all die. But right, I, I I'm just wondering like how close in time like they obviously to me it seems like they did not have enough time.
0: Right, that this was not Plan A. Yes, yeah, I can. T- I I agree. I think they've set it up that way to make you think of that. If you to imagine the whole se- sequence in the in your head, you can see right. that you know, hurry, hurry, hurry. We got to get, get, get everybody in, everybody in and could go. And whether that last person is the one that said, uh, we'll, we'll follow yeah. you after I, you know, beam you down, we'll, we'll be after you. And then he ran back, back upstairs to help. And that right. was yeah. it. You know, got caught. Um, I think we'll, I think we get a, a little bit of an answer to that in the next minute. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but you're right. Given, given McCoy's statement and stuff, it, it does seem like it was a kind of a life or death Uh, escape
1: right so this brings up my next question so i guess sort of a question so we talked about it before like who was jamming like we thought well maybe it was david or maybe it was carol or you know was it was it con and now with knowing this that they were basically running for their lives and that you know when carol sent the message my feeling was that the reliant was closer than we originally thought like you know they were talking to like Reliance on its way and, you know, how long is it going to take? And my feeling is, is when Chekhov contacts regular one, I believe that they're closer than they're like already on their way, perhaps even almost there by the time, you know, they, they contact
0: Regula. I'll buy that. Yeah. I, I buy that. Cause they, they were definitely springing into action. You know, Cause let's, yeah, my feeling we got to get going. So, yeah. so
1: my feeling is, is, you know, with, they have the conversation, you know. Reliant is on its way. They're already starting to pack up. They're starting to get things together, getting to move. And I feel like Reliant—they must get an alert and be like, "Oh my God, Reliant is almost here! Like, you—we're going down." Like I said, you know, we're going. You stay here, finish this. Then, you know, when you when you get a chance, head with us, or or something like that. Right. Which is going to bring up another question <laughs> for next minute, but we're not there okay.
0: yet. David. I had one one odd thing I found in this, just in the scene in the in the conversation, mm. is Savic uh, Savic uh, comes in. Well, she just walks. You know, she walks through the frame, and she's like, "Anything?" She asks a question, and I was thinking about well, why would she ask it like that? Mm. So, did she just arrive in the room? I'm wondering if she was she wasn't there and she missed some of the. Uh, exposition or some of the, you know, there was obviously some questions answered and it feels like, I feel like she missed part of it and that's why she... It
1: could be, I yeah, I got that impression that she was maybe looking around still and yeah. he's, you know, he's the one who's been exam. Kirk's been the one who's examining the unit yeah. and she sort of just maybe walks in and uh, you know, is like anything, you know, what's what's going on here, which I which I also found kind of weird that she's sort of like, I feel like she should have been the one doing the investigating
0: yeah, I agree. Like, because then she does step in and leans over. And it's like, yeah. wait a minute, these coordinates are whack.
1: Yeah, this is
0: these are. And it's, I guess it's she. She's the right person, right, to say that these coordinates don't make sense. Yes, because you're like, well, they're right inside the planet. And that would have been a good, a good moment for like, you know, McCoy and Kirk to share a look. Like, yeah. Oh, we know about underground stuff in Genesis. You know, we've heard about underground stuff in Genesis, um, but they don't. It's it just kind of makes Kirk stop and think. And that's kind of where we get to the end of the minute. You know, if stage two was completed, it was going to be underground. Yeah. And we get some more right. At the very last you know, frame here as he sits down and uh, just more fun blinking lights and everything on the set. Yep. Un- 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 unnamed unknown no. function yep. blinking lights, but they definitely, they work. I love these sets so much.
1: Yeah, they're very cool. I, I it makes me think of, of a lot of different movies. Like I think we've talked about it many times. It makes me think of you know War Games. It makes me think of the original series, um, two thousand one. I mean, there's so many great.
0: Oh yeah, I would think even like uh, you know some of those and Logan's Run. You know, yeah, Buck see, Rogers. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. Those kind of like those kind of more low budget sci fi. But uh, yeah, it's just. Is something about it. Do they still do that kind of stuff today? They don't, do they? In films today, they're mostly all just hyper detailed sets, and they're they're never as simple as this anymore. It doesn't seem. Well, I'm thinking
1: about the reboots, and yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty, you know.
0: Yeah. Flashy. Flashy. Yeah. Right. All right. Just now that we're getting to the old men complaining. Yes. <laughs> it's probably a good place to wrap it up. <laughs> Did you have any other notes for this one? I don't. I am good. Neither. All right. Well, then, uh, folks, yeah, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up here and uh, remind everyone you can find us online. Uh, we're on Twitter at WOKMinute. We're on Instagram as Wrath of Con Minute. And we're on Facebook. There is the Wrath of Con Minute Listener Federation that you can join and talk to us about these minutes or anything Star Trek in general. There's still lots of fun stuff going on in the Star Trek universe in the 50th anniversary this year. And you can, uh, if you're into sending us old-fashioned emails, you can reach us at com. and we will be back here on Wednesday with minute 65 of Star Trek Two here at the RATHACON MINUTE.